0: All right, Lead Heads, welcome back to the Talking Lead Podcast. This is episode 248. Is there a round? Is there a 248 round? 247. 257. Is there a 247? 257. There's a
1: 223.
0: 224 now. There's a 222. What else is there?
2: There's a lot.
0: (laughs) A lot of them. A lot of them. I just don't think there's a 248 yet. Somebody needs to come out with a 248. It's going to be the revolutionary round. So we are back. Hope you guys tuned into last week's episode 247. We had Big Daddy Hoffman 1911. We had Wilder Tactical. We had Warren Scope Mounts some of our lagging interviews that we had from the 2018 shot show that I'm still getting out still great interviews and a lot of this stuff is still relevant uh, I think some of the stuff that uh, Wilder was talking about or Warren Scope Mount or uh, Warren they weren't coming out till October yet still so I think uh, Warren's coming out with a uh, a bipod and you were there when I did that interview I think Nick when I was interviewing Warren
1: yeah, uh, well, I was in and out, but I've been waiting on the bipod to come out for a while because you know, I'm uh, partnered with Warren, so I get to play with all their cool stuff, and yeah, I'm ready to get it, get my hands on that bipod.
0: A Little jealous there, but they said it was in the um, the finished phase. So have you not got your your little T and yet on it?
1: No, um, you know, I, I, I I know there was one uh, that they had Shot Show 2017. And they were thinking that was going to be it. And then it went back to drawing board and then, yeah, you know, 28, yeah. You know, but you know, better, better to test it and tune it before releasing something that's not quite right.
0: Well, of course I'm excited about it too. They were talking about some of the cool features that are going to be on it. So can't wait for that to come out. And then uh, wilder tactical, um, been using some of their retention, their, uh, holster retention. They've got, uh, AR mag retentions. They got, um, Pistol Magazine Retentions. They even got their own uh, line of battle belts now, too, which uh, look pretty cool. haven't had a chance to try those out, but uh, good interview. So you guys make sure you go back. I had uh, my good buddy Chad Enos was helping me co-host uh, during those, so we had a good time. And uh, if you haven't listened to 246, I believe it was 246, yes, We've got another great Defy Watch deal for you guys. They're coming out with their classic Field Watch. And uh, they should be getting ready to ship those pretty soon. So you guys go to defywatches.com. You've got to listen to episode 246 to find out the awesome deal that just the leadheads are going to get. And I can't advertise this. can't post it on social media or anywhere else. So you got to go to that episode, listen to the deal that new classic field watch mine should be here any day now so i'll start posting pics when i get that and then of course uh the deal on the battlefield and the scout watches is still running too so you gotta go back i think it's either 241 or 242 and he i mean he's basically just giving these watches away to you guys just super deals for just the lead head brigade guys and bill's got one which one do you have bill you got the battlefield
3: I got the battlefield, which I'm rocking now, and I was rocking with Nick, and we were out.
0: Yeah, so I'll go ahead and introduce my guest. Uh, You guys heard him talking. Uh, No strangers to the show. We've got a good buddy. Am I saying your name? Can I say your name, Bill? Yeah, say it, say it. Bill Hampstead. Say my name. Say my name,
2: say my name.
0: And uh, Bill is with Fleoa, and he's brought along his hunting guide. None other than the Beastmaster himself, Nick Atkinson. Nick?
1: What's up? What's up? In. Welcome back, buddy. Good to be back. It feels like I was just here.
0: Um, how long has it been? It's been a minute since you've been on, hasn't it?
1: I don't know. SHOT Show, I guess.
0: Were you on at SHOT Show?
1: Uh, with Tactical Shit.
0: Oh, yeah. We did do that one. Yeah, that one was posted. Yeah. That was one of the first ones. So. Yeah, yeah. But you guys, um, Jealous as Hell, Just um, did a a hunt, was it this past weekend is when you did that? Yep. Yep. You guys did a little nine hunting, a little varmint predator hunting. So we're going to talk about that this episode. Uh, We've not talked hunting in a while, so I'm jonesing to talk and I'm actually jonesing to get out and do some hunting. So maybe we can uh, get something set up. But before we do that, we've got to thank all the guys who make this show possible Of course, the official optics of Talking Lead is rightonusa.com. Go to rightonusa.com. It's R I T O N. And they are some of the best optics that I have laid my eyes on, guys. For home defense, for competition shooting, for just going out plinking, for precision long range shooting, they've got an optic for you at righton. Go to rightonusa.com. It's a veteran owned company american-owned company based out of arizona there and it's all family owned and run too i do believe uh brady and the the gang out there and they are part of the Antirus alliance and i believe they're also supporters of FLEO too is that right bill
3: they
2: are yeah
0: and uh, they were generous uh with our sheepdog impact assistance auction that we had they sent up a really nice optic to go with that rifle package that we put together that was uh Oh, gosh, who all do we have part in that? We had Palmetto State Armory, had kel had the Ride-On. We had the Abe and Mo Knife Company yep. take part. Defy. Uh, and Defy, yeah. Defy put up a couple of watches for that package as well. So raised a lot of money. Um, thanks to uh, Ride-On for doing that.
3: And a shout-out to Ride-On on my end for our uh, 20th annual golf outing here in Detroit. Uh, the Optics Brady sent, those were a huge hit and I'm surprised people did not fight one another for the optics.
0: And I think they've fights got, on the
3: golf
1: course are always fun. <laughs>
3: oh, <laughs> oh yeah, no kids. kidding.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, they've got a one to eight coming out that uh, I'm really excited about, and then they've got a new long range precision. I think it's up to I don't know where it's going to start at. It's either like a six by thirty four, or do you remember which one that that's going to be?
3: No, I do not. I, I haven't talked to Brady in a minute.
0: Yeah, so. I can't remember where it's going to start. I think it's going to start at six and then go up to thirty four, but. Hopefully that's going to be ready in time for Charlie Melton's uh, world record long longest rifle shot that he's going to be doing coming up in September. Labor, Labor Day week, I think, is when he's going to attempt that. We're going to go out there for that. So that'll be a good time. And, of course, he's going to be shooting at X Steel Targets, the best, most affordable AR-500 Steel Targets on the market today. And if you guys missed the deal that they had going... Uh, During Memorial, uh, the Memorial Holiday, they were to get 45% off uh, on a lot of their targets. So, uh, that was probably like a a a once-in-a-lifetime deal. But they've got great targets there. AR500 steel targets uh, have that distinctive ting sound when you hit them. There's nothing more satisfying when you're uh, plinking at those AR500 steel targets. From Steel Targets, Check them out.
1: Hey, what You got to play the sound effect?
0: I, mm-hmm. I have that one.
1: Egg Egg Steel, Steel Targets.
0: Targets. <laughs> 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 Uh And then, uh, of course, we talked about Defy, the official wrist wear of Talking le- uh, Talking Lerd? Talking lead. I can't talk right today. I've got a uh, heat stroke. Had to do yard work today. You guys, Dude, you guys don't even, know don't you don't even have a yard. Don't talk
3: about it being hot. Yeah, exactly. I want to hear it.
1: We'll get there on the jack there,
0: There's a difference between doing yard work and shooting varmints. I'd much rather there be is. doing that. In <laughs>
1: one one involves killing things. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. The other, the other involves one involves uh, killing me. lawnmower.
0: <laughs> yeah, lawnmower and weed eater and hacking up grass. <clears throat> i'll probably hack a few times trying to get this grass out of my throat so um before we get into talking to you guys about the hunt which is going to be a, an awesome story i hear you guys have a couple of stories for us so looking forward to that we got to do the jack wagon train guys so gunny roll in that train
1: hey ruff sempra pie do or die hold them high at and tonight it is time for the talking lead jack wagon of the week so brace yourself
0: baby so who wants to start? You want me to start?
1: Uh, if you want to. Yeah. Yours is pretty
0: good. So I, I think this is going to be the obvious choice. And most everybody's heard about this by now, but there was uh, an incident that happened in, is <coughs> it Denver? I do believe, but it's the, the dancing FBI officer. And so what, what was going on was this FBI dude was at a club. And he was showing his ass. He was showing off his moves, <laughs> his skills. Uh, which I gotta say, man, he, he was looking pretty good. He he had some moves. And then uh, he goes for the the Sunday punch and does his backflip. And when he does his backflip, uh, and he's carrying this is this is stupid. Anyway, he's carrying um, in the small of his back. That's what I was gonna say. Who who, carries, who does that? Who you don't carry any smile smaller your back? It's stupid, it's dumb. So there's his first mistake. Um, his second mistake is he's at a bar with a loaded gun. Uh, that I guess doesn't allow him there. I don't know what the rules are there, but anywho, it flies out uh, as he's coming around. He sees it. Uh, instinct, I guess you know he he he's trying to act like nothing happened is what he's trying to do, and as he Going down to grab it, he slaps it, and I guess his finger hits the trigger. And he must have he must have a uh, aftermarket trigger in that thing for it to go off that easily.
1: Nah, come on. You reach down and grab a gun, stick your finger in the trigger while you're grabbing it? Dude, you, you apply a lot more force than you think if you're squeezing with your whole hand.
0: Well, I guess, and if you're dancing, too, you know, your adrenaline's up, and you're, like, scared shitless because, you know, shit, there's my gun.
1: Well, and he shot a guy, too, right?
0: Yeah, so he reached down, he slapped... <laughs> you know, slapped his hand on his gun and as he's pulling it up he discharges it. Um if you watch the video, he just he puts it back in his holster back there. He you know, holds his hands up like hey, nothing to see here, nothing and it kind <laughs> of walks- like like, <laughs> yeah, kinda walks off, you know, like nothing happened. But yeah, some dude caught one in his um oh, I think his uh f- one of his main a- arteries a in his away. leg. Um. So here's a, here's an article I found the Denver post. So it says the attorney for the victim who was wounded when an off duty FBI officer allegedly shot him. (laughs) I mean, it's right there on video. It's there's no denying it. After dropping his gun on the dance floor of a Denver bar during a backflip gone awry, said his client remains pretty seriously hurt, but hopes the agent doesn't lose his job. So they go on and say they feel sorry for the agent, um, people make mistakes, I hope he doesn't lose his job, and my client hopes he doesn't lose his job, and then... Why?
1: Why do you want that guy to still be carrying a gun? That's what I want to know. No. Dude, there's there's other jobs, bro. He yeah. doesn't need that one.
0: <laughs> he doesn't need one that requires a gun, right? Yeah. Um, so when I've never different... shot
1: anybody, so... um.
0: Now, you, you are a former law enforcement, too, right?
1: yeah and I never accidentally shot anybody so
0: never accidentally you know, I, <laughs> did you intentionally shoot anybody no,
1: no <laughs> I never shot anybody but if you I mean come on like carrying a gun off duty you have a level of responsibility there and if you are doing backhand springs in a bar and you inadvertently shoot someone I'm pretty sure you don't need that job anymore you don't need to be carrying that gun.
0: I, I'm in agreement. Um, I, I think the guy needed to be fired yesterday. If He wasn't. When did this happen? June 5th?
1: No, well, I'm June saying he 5th. can still work for the FBI, but, you know, um, maybe he's an analyst now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> maybe he's the janitor, you know? Yeah. Uh, I don't know, man. I mean, I think there needs to be some sort of a legal uh, responsibility here for him as well. I mean, he did
1: shoot the Oh, dude. yeah, there is.
0: So, um, and I'm sure this guy's gonna sue the shit out of FBI, the bar, and uh, everybody that was around, probably.
1: Yeah, nice. I don't think I think the bar would be all right. Well, the bar uh,
0: is offering him free drinks for life. The- <laughs> I read wow. that somewhere. Uh, it says the bar also has promised the victim free drinks for life.
1: Why is it the bar's fault?
0: Um, I think they're just trying to say, hey. Don't sue us. We we oh, yeah. free drinks for life, you know.
1: We're settling we're settling this out of court with alcohol. With
0: alcohol, <laughs> yeah. Oh, so you uh, want you want your buddies to drink free too? Okay. Mile High Spirits is the name of the bar. Hmm. Uh, we've got some buddies out in Denver. Um Sean, Sean Heron with uh, We Like Shooting. I wonder if he's ever been in that bar. We'll have to
1: ask him. Maybe he got shot.
0: <laughs> Maybe that was him. <laughs> But anyway, he's, he's, uh, it looks like he's going to recover. He's not going to die. Uh, he may have a limp for the rest of his life, but, um, that's my jack wagon right there. I mean, that, uh, that's well deserved. I don't think it's a surprise to anybody, but he had to be thrown on. We yeah. had to make it official. I yeah.
3: can only hope he was a FLEO member with active membership for <laughs> legal <League of> representation. <laughs> so
0: that's a good point. Yeah. You should check it's
3: in. It's one of those. Nope, I'm staying out of that one. We'll let our legal guys deal with that. But uh, it's one of those incidents where yeah, having your membership helps.
0: That is true, and that's what Fleo yeah. is is set up to do is it just for instance it's just like this.
3: Oh hopefully. All those backflip rare. kill shots. <laughs> right. <laughs> I don't know about that, but uh, here's what I'm thinking. When those weird things happen, yes.
0: I'm thinking maybe this dude was really on duty, and he was casing the joint out, and that was a suspected terrorist.
1: Yeah, there you go. That's that should be his story. That's the way you should write it up. He should be like, "I was, uh, you know, uh, I was actually off duty, and I walked into the bar, didn't have my gun with me, and I saw this terrorist in there. I ran back outside, got my gun, stuffed it in my pants because I didn't have my holster. It was just in my car. I ran back inside, engaged him in a dance battle. During my backflip, I saw my <laughs> moment off? to strike." And took him down.
0: He's like, I used the dance as a, sky, a disguise because I didn't want to alarm the patrons that were there. So I had to make yeah. it look like it was an, it was an accident. Otherwise, <laughs> he would have shot everyone in the bar had I not done this. Yep, that's his that's defense. Uh, FBI guy, story. you can call me at area code six one five. I will be your attorney. <laughs> 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 I will tell you that law. story.
1: Specialize in bird law.
0: So who's your, who's your Jag wagon, Nick?
1: Uh, you know me, I like to go abstract, so I'm going with whoever, uh, turned off the air conditioner because (laughs) this weekend, weekend it was ridiculous. It was 105, uh, on Saturday and crap, you know, trying to go hunting when it's, it was still in the nineties at like two o'clock in the morning with 80% Uh, humidity. Yeah. Or higher. Yeah. So it was pretty ridiculous. I mean, you. I get it, you know, we're in Central Texas, but holy shit. Oh, Jesus, that was rough. Yeah. So, there's, I mean, there's not much else you can say about it. It's just, it was hot. I'm ready for winter to be here. It's not even the
0: hot time of the season yet, is it?
1: And this summertime is bullshit. Um, July and <laughs> August are our hottest months.
0: Who was your other one, though? You had a really good one we were talking off air. Oh man,
1: that was a long ass time ago.
0: Yeah, but there's no time limits on jack Uh
1: wagon. No, yeah, we were talking about this. uh, There was some like mountain man up in Wyoming or Montana. I can't remember. It's been so long or Idaho and he got a bunch of tickets for fishing without a license and his defense. He went into court and went on this huge spiel about how uh, he's a free man in a free land and he's fishing for food and the government can't regulate that and Well, I guess they did. Uh, It
0: was Montana.
1: Montana? Did you find it?
0: Yeah, I found it.
1: Yeah, and he like storms out of the courtroom and gets in his truck and leaves, but I'm pretty sure he went to jail later.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Montana's natural man defies courts, sets up another rural patriot showdown.
1: Yeah, so that was, what, like three or four years ago, probably? A
0: couple of years ago. Maybe even more. Yeah, 2014.
1: But here's the thing, I don't know if I don't know if he's the Jagwagon or if the judge is because you know, I get his point, but at the same time, you can't you can't be that guy. This <laughs> guy know?
0: can, look at him. He can be that well,
1: guy. That's true. No, yeah, uh, but uh I agree to some extent that if you're fishing or hunting for food, then it shouldn't be as regulated as as it is, but I also agree it has to have some regulation and you buy a hunting license or buy a fishing license, you know.
0: So they asked him to explain why he was fishing without a license. And he told the judge, I was searching for something to put in my stomach as I am recognized to be allowed to do by my universal law. He said, I am the living man and I have the right to forge for food when I am hungry. Motherfucker. (laughs) He was was like, motherfucker. He may have, but they didn't put it in quotes. Uh, So I mean, I I, I agree. I get both
1: sides of it, but you know.
0: I agree with it. I mean, They should have just let him go. I mean, they shouldn't have made a big deal out of it. It was a waste of taxpayers' money. Pretty well, awesome. I
1: feel like he made a big deal out of it. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. And that's kind of why he could be somewhat of a jack wagon, I think, is because... Well, you just know, what- for
0: what he's wearing right there, too, it looks like he, he went to a costume store and got his mountain man outfit there.
1: So. Right, and if you watch the video, he goes and gets in a car with, I guess, his wife or somebody, and it's like a nice car, if I remember right. It's not like you'd think he'd be riding a horse. <laughs> you know? Yeah.
0: Maybe that was his suit. Maybe that was his funeral suit
1: that he's wearing. To court. <laughs> these are my good clothes. These are my, these are my church clothes.
0: I'm digging his mountain man jacket, though, man. I love that jacket. Mm-hmm. I would like to have that jacket. Ernie, if you're listening, I will let you be on the show if you give me that jacket. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Trade him a T-shirt.
0: It's just like they're hopping into like a a late model, maybe a Chevrolet. Florida. I can't, dude. It's
1: been so long since I've seen it. But yeah, isn't it like a Isn't it like a two thousands model truck.
0: Yeah, I mean it's it's a newer. Yeah, it's it's newer than mine. It's newer than my Yukon. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I expected well, him. I expected.
1: Yeah, I expected him to give in like a fifty-one truck you yeah, ford truck 51 ford or uh like i said a, a, a buggy with a horse pulling it <laughs>
0: <laughs> just top on his his uh, horse and yeah. ride out
1: you can't can't be that hungry if you're driving a car that has a loan yeah
0: so you guys can go uh you can google montana's natural man defies courts i did a man arrested for no fishing license and it came up under that
1: yeah, so which one is the jack wagon? Is it the judge, or I is think they it both are? The Dude, they both are. Yeah,
0: yeah. I think originally it's going to be whoever the the officer that arrested him that made the made a big deal out of it. I think originally that guy didn't make a big jack wagon.
1: Make, Didn't make a big deal out of it. He just wrote him a ticket. I mean, but he's got to bring him into court. No, you just write him a ticket, and let him go, and then they got to show up to court.
0: Yeah. yeah. Well, then the judge, I guess, who who made him go get him and bring him into court. For not showing up for his prior tickets, I guess.
1: Yeah, I mean. And then him. uh, So I see it both ways.
0: Yeah. Just go get your fishing license, dude.
1: Yeah, yeah. Come on. Uh, You know, maybe you don't buy a new truck, and you can spend your thirty (laughs) dollars on a fishing license.
0: It wasn't that nice of a truck. (laughs) (laughs) It was okay. I bet he's not using a modern Spartan Systems TVT engine oil additive in it. Three hundred and twenty thousand miles going strong in the old lead sled.
3: Oh my! Yeah, baby, that's got to be a
1: record.
0: So I was mowing today. I told you I was doing I was doing yard work today. Um, I was finishing up from this weekend. It was so damn hot, so I didn't finish. But and it was still muddy. So when I there's spots in my yard that my mower will get stuck. I got one of those big ass uh, zero turn radius things. It's the heaviest shit. Um, so I had to wait for it to dry out too, to finish my ditches. So I was mm-hmm. doing, I was doing my ditches today and, uh, there's some that are kind of steep and, uh, I got to, to an area on one where I was just, I was kind of second guessing whether I should keep going on it or not. <laughs> so I was like, ah, screw it. I mean, it, it, it's been doing good so far. So I got to a point and it started kind of sliding down a little bit, so I tried to turn it and go up the hill, and then as I did it, did that, it was so steep, all my weight was in the back,
2: <laughs> so <laughs>
0: I thought I was dead. I thought I was going to die today. It, the front end came completely up, but thank God, apparently it was designed for this. The back of it's got that uh, that big metal piece in the back, and it caught me, so it stopped. But I was yes,
1: designed, to, designed to ride wheelies. I'm sure that's what it is. It was,
0: all, it was, it was all I was, I was almost 90 degrees <laughs> stuck and I, I couldn't, I couldn't figure out how to get down, how to get off the, the mower. So I shut everything off and I'm sitting there trying to figure it out. And then uh, I hear this uh, truck pull up and they go, "Uh, You need some help? <laughs> it, it's the UPS guy. <laughs> he's, he's like, I was driving by and I saw. I saw you flip up, and I was like, oh, shit, I think he flipped over completely. So I turned around and came back. He said, thank God (laughs) you didn't go all the way.
1: (laughs) That sounds uh, like you should have had video going.
0: Oh, my God, that would have been great. Yeah, it would have been great.
1: Maybe maybe we could recreate it. We can try in July.
0: I'm not doing that again. That was scary as shit. I thought I was going all
1: (laughs) the way over. Girl pair, dude.
0: I was like, there's the end of Marty.
1: (laughs) We'll get a stuntman. We'll get a stuntman to do a body double.
0: This is how it ends. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm the jack wagon for that. Pushing my mower to the limits.
3: I'm going to say my jack wagon is all the people I knew in Michigan who knew I was hunting in Texas. And sending pictures of all of them dressed up in blue jeans and sweatshirts because it was cold up here. While Nick and I were sweating our asses off. Killing things Mister. dragging them. It was a choice.
0: You knew it was going to be hot.
3: Oh, yeah. But no, just they're jackasses for, ha-ha, look at you. It's nice and cool here. We know you like this weather. And you're down there, ha-ha. So they're the jack wagons on my end.
0: So another one, uh, I've got to throw this guy on the jack wagon train too. Um, The SRO, the student resource officer at the – is it Marjorie what's that school? Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School. So that guy that didn't that didn't go in and confront the the shooter. Mm-hmm. Uh, apparently there was a I don't know a show, an interview that somebody did with him and he was giving his side of the story talking about oh boo hoo, woe is me. I did everything I was supposed to do. People still hate me, blah 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 blah. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm throwing that guy on the jack wagon train again. Scott Peterson, that's his name.
1: Well, I thought there were like four of them, wasn't there?
0: Uh, actually, there was one of the deputies ran
1: in. He wasn't even armed, and he went in. Oh shit! What? What did the FBI guy take his gun doing a backflip? <laughs> I don't I don't know. I don't <laughs> know why
0: he wasn't armed, but he might have been off duty or something. Um, I guess. But, I mean, then... Oh, I
1: forgot it's not Texas. I mean, I'm just thinking, like, even if I wasn't carrying a gun, I'd have a gun in my truck.
0: have one somewhere, yeah. I mean, they're just kind of laying around everywhere in Texas, aren't they? You they know, are. You just kind of yeah. shake a tree and they fall out of a tree.
2: Pretty
1: much.
0: But, yeah, I mean, he was, um, in, in the article, I mean, basically, he was just, uh, I don't know, it, was, it was sounded like a pity party to me. It was just sounded like something that was designed to try to get people to feel sorry for his sorry ass. Hmm. Didn't work for me, so
1: I'm gonna guess that you were not in the minority on that.
0: And he, uh, I guess he he was forced retired, and he's getting a hundred thousand, close to a hundred thousand um, dollars, for the rest of his life for his retirement pension. I guess
1: hundred thousand dollars a year. Yeah. What? Yeah. What I kind mean. of retirement is that for a cop? Holy shit! I mean, that sounds
0: pretty damn good to me.
1: <laughs> I know. I should have gone to work there. Yeah, you should have gone to Florida.
3: That's crazy. That's a lot of money. Yeah, if I remember reading, it was like 8000
1: a month. Oh, how many years did he have?
3: 30,
0: 30 I think.
1: Over 30. 30-ish. Yeah. Yeah, yeah well, it's I mean, I guess, guess that's about right for that long.
0: But he was like SRO officer for 28 of them.
1: Sounds like he should have retired 20 years ago.
0: <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, Ex-Deputy Scott Peterson haunted by failure at Florida school shooting. Um Looks like NY Post has it. Hmm. So I had to to throw that. I read that article today, too, and I was just like, come on, guy. Really? You just need to disappear.
2: Mm Mm-hmm.
1: You just. Take your eight grand a month and go buy a sailboat. (laughs) Right. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Crash.
0: Move to another state. All right. Uh, You guys got any more jack wagons?
1: Mm -mm. (laughs) Mm. I guess so.
0: Okay, that does it for the jack wagon train. Gunny, get that train out of here. And uh, before, I'm going to tease our, our guys a little bit longer, before we get into the hunt, we're going to cut in one of our interviews here from NRA. So enjoy this little snippet, and we're going to get right back, and we're going to talk hunting. Hey Hit it, sweetheart. So I yes, sir! All right, guys, we are back, day three for the 2018 NRA show here in Dallas at the official headquarters, Eagle Imports, ladies and gentlemen. And my right-hand man, co-host, Mike Sodini. Hello, hello. Hey, man. Hey. We've been busy today. Yeah, we have. Had some great <laughs> interviews. And uh, we got two more lined up for you leadheads. We've got, I'm going to start to the left here, uh, uh, Lacey like Caroline, country music performing artist. Yeah. Casey Caroline, join us here. She's from Nashville, our neck of the woods.
4: Nashville, Tennessee.
0: Nashville, Tennessee. Nash
3: Vegas. Nash
4: Vegas. Yeah. There you go.
0: There you go. And then we've got Alan. Wait. Tackleman. Tackleman. Yes, sir. Okay. Yeah. I'm getting all these weird names today, but once you say them, they're so easy. Yeah. It makes me feel like an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> Mse
5: Worldwide. Yes, we're. I'm uh, working with uh, Mike and uh, Eagle Imports on the, our products. Okay, and you're going to be sharing with us one of your products today. It's called the Life Jacket. Yes, Life Jacket of Firearms. For it's Firearms. A, yes, it's a safety locking case. It's designed to... Uh, uh, May I? Yes, okay. please. As
0: you're talking about it, I like to be show and tell here. Okay.
5: Go ahead. Okay, yeah. Okay. No, it's a, we have two versions, a polycarbon and a steel version. It's, it's designed not to replace the safe, but to also situation where you're to and from the gun range okay i'm going to the post office i'm going to the bank i have i can't carry it in there so Uh inexpensive way to secure the the firearm it also has on the steel version uh, ability to tether it so if i'm traveling like here i'm at the show and the night the night i want to go somewhere that i know i can't carry the handgun with me Uh i can secure it to the to the bed frame or uh, you know somewhere in the in the hotel room we uh sell a lot to the law enforcement and to uh military and the reason being is that they know due diligence is that when they go off duty they, they have to secure their weapon mm-hmm. so that gives them the ability with the the locking cases to secure their building. And one size fits all again the polycarbon or steel version we made the adaption with the two openings so that okay. if we don't have a variety we do have two we have just two you decide you want a, a polycarbon that weighs about a pound or you like the steel version that weighs about two pounds. gotcha. Now, what do these retail for? Uh, the polycarbon retails for $34.95. Check that out, Lacey. And the steel version retails for $64.95. Okay, and this is the steel one here? Yes, sir.
2: Okay.
5: feels very... And it's, you've got the the foam in there that protects your gun. Yeah, it's got some really good features Up on the... Uh, on the polycarbon is it's... it's uh, We have... Let me show it to you right quick. Okay. The, uh, the polycarbon, we offer... We have a steel pin that goes halfway through, and a steel pin this way, it's solid plastic so you can't drift it out. There's embedded in here a steel cable, and then on the front here are some pins. And the reason it's design designed this way is that we have to go through the t- U.S. testing laboratories to be approved uh, for state of California and, and mm-hmm. other states, Sure. so it could be tamper resistant. So it, it does meet the California requirements. It also does meet the requirements for the TSA. They won't give us an authorization saying, hey, you meet our requirements, but it it does. Okay, it, so if I'm going to carry on the on the, you with would, the plane, then this would meet their yes, sir. Their you standard would, you would clear, for, you for would, a gun case, right? You would declare it as an unloaded weapon. They would show it to them, and, they, and then you sign it, and then put it in your lock suitcase, right? And it, obviously no ammo with it, but it does. It's a hard case. It's lockable, and then uh, uh, it does secure the action. But again, they're brand new, and, and that their foam is real thick, so sure. you're,
0: let me ask you this. Uh, I'm just curious. Uh, I love the name, uh, but you've got so the part of the muzzle sticks out, and then the the grip, the bottom of the grip where the magazine is, sticks out. What's the what's
5: the reason in that? Why not have the the full complete? Uh, again, the the re- the reason being is because. We wanted to make it as as lightweight as small, as okay. as, as detailed as small, just to cover the action. Mm-hmm. And so and it, the less material the louder the. So you don't want to stay minimal on it. Yes, sir. Okay. And then one size, that way I don't have to have a variety. You know, people like to put these in their their uh, dresser drawer or their nightstand, whatever, and yeah. all of a sudden you got a big box. Sure. You got sharp corners. Yeah. And you've got to be able to opening it up. Well this situation yeah. is you don't you don't have those worries. Okay.
0: Yeah, I like that. Like you said, too, like if you're in your vehicle or your car and you're at somewhere where you just absolutely cannot carry your firearm in, yeah. you don't want to leave it there unsecure, then boom, this is real quick, real safe. Sure. And it protects
5: your gun, too. Yes, it's a it nice does. protection for your gun. I, I have individuals, actually, that ride motorcycles in, in the saddlebags yeah. that actually take yeah. the steel version and mount it inside the bag so they can lock it up but they go into a, a, a bar they can't do it sure so it's secured inside and it's attached to the frame yeah so it's uh being a steel version it's a uh, another option very it's, cool and where can people go and get these on, on our on right now on the website on uh-huh. mseworldwide.com okay and uh, there'll be but again there's a, there's quite a few distributors across the country and dealers that do offer it and, and our website will offer those uh very cool those locations uh, have you run across any um, any model that it would not fit uh, well the, th- there is a situation where that may be like a, a glock 22 uh-huh. because the, the grip and the double stack uh magazine would be real tight on this one but it mm-hmm. would fit this one fine fit the metal the, one fine yeah. okay but but no any any normal revolvers ca- yes no problem you do a revolver okay yeah nice any normal uh concealed carry duty weapon it's going, going to fit either one of these. Right Versus, the Grand Powers, Grand Arms, Llamas. Llamas, yes. Yeah? Very cool. Yes.
0: Uh, the Life Jacket, check them out, mseworldwide.com. Yes. And uh, is that the only place they can get these, or do you have these in stores? Are these available in stores? Right? Well,
5: again, they're... It, they can not, go there and find them? Yes, sir. Okay. D- different locations. Not, all over not, not over the world. Not over world. Yes, we do still. Uh, internationally, uh, we have a huge... Uh, did you design this? Is this your invention? Uh, no, sir. Okay. I, I, All right. I got involved uh, back in 04 and, and uh, got involved with the company personally. Finally, it's 06. So. Got gotcha. you yeah, know, it's a, I made it's some a catchy se- name. I like it. I made some serious modifications to it. To, I got you. You know, I changed the shape of some, but the original was similar to that, but it wasn't like this.
2: Okay. All right. Yeah. What do you
5: think about this,
0: Lacey? You work neat. at a gun store. Yeah. There in Nashville. Is that is that something that I should tell people or not?
4: What's that? Oh, yeah.
0: That you work at? Yeah. Can we say where you work?
4: I work at Nashville Armory. Nashville Armory. In Nashville, Tennessee.
0: Which uh, the lead quarters has been set up there several times. Mm
4: -hmm. Done the show from from there. Premier shooting facility in Tennessee.
0: It is. It's a nice range. Very nice range. Uh, So what about, is that something you guys would carry at uh, Nashville Armory?
4: I think they'd definitely be interested in it.
0: I think they would sell a ton of those. Yeah.
4: We always have people looking for safe ways to keep their guns in their house, especially if they have kids and whatnot. Right. So...
0: So you
5: need to give her your car. I yeah, will. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Again, the, the, the initial this design was again people have safes in one part of their house, but they can't carry it in the bedroom. And they, for children protection, uh-huh. it's it's extremely perfect for that yeah. situation. Yeah. Very like you
0: said, lightweight, compact, easily stowed away when yeah. when yeah. needed. Yes. Very nice. So, Lacy. Howdy. Country music artist. Yeah. They're in Nashville. <laughs> are you from Nashville originally?
4: No, I'm not. Where are you from? I'm from a place that people always look at me funny when I say I'm from there.
0: <laughs> okay.
4: Yeah, I'm from New Jersey. Whoa. So. Really? Yes. Really? Yeah. What part? Asbury Park. Okay. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. where are you from? I'm from Sussex. Okay. So it's basically like Tennessee in the north where I'm from.
0: Is that what it is? Yeah. Because like like, grew- you don't have a New Jersey accent no, at all. Not at all. Uh-uh.
4: I play a lot of country music, so it's definitely worn into my, my throat I guess. <laughs> yeah. So
0: how long have you been doing the country music?
4: Um, I mean gosh, since I was like fourteen.
0: So I mean you how I mean I was gonna guess you to be like yeah, eighteen or something very, anyway, yeah. so Yeah, sure.
4: Okay, we can go with that. Does yeah, that work.
0: <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay, we'll right. do that.
4: I'm old enough to drink.
0: There you go. <laughs> Boom. So you've been doing it for a while. Yeah. Very nice. And uh, you've got, you got—you were telling me you've got a couple of albums getting ready to be released, getting ready yeah. to be dropped.
4: So um, I have a single that comes out May 23rd, my birthday, Happy when birthday. I turn when I turn 21 again. <laughs> 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 and uh, then after that, I have a, a new record coming out um, in a couple months. There's a—I'm doing a, a fundraiser campaign right now to help uh-huh. me promote it because I—I put all of my money. I'm an independent artist, so on you know everything costs so much money to do everything sure. the record itself and whatnot and i put all my money into that um to get the best product i could and now the promotion side of it afterwards um we're doing like a little kickstarter fundraiser um on a, a website called band twango it's like a
0: band twango. yeah it's like a,
4: a company with th- their their whole platform is to help independent artists kind of you know, beat the system a little right. bit because it's kind of the system in general is supplement
0: you a little bit. Yeah.
4: yeah, yeah. It doesn't. It's not exactly meant for independent artists. So, um, looking to do a little fundraiser for all the promotion on the CD when it comes out. Okay.
0: So. Well, definitely but when yeah. it when it hits, let us know. We'll get you on and
4: awesome. We'll I'm do, really excited for it t-
0: now. Do you know Morgan Mills?
4: I do know Morgan.
0: She's a good friend of mine.
4: Yeah, she she used yeah. to work. Andrew and I too. are real
0: good buddies. Yeah. 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 She's, she she yeah. started at the Nashville Armory too. Yeah. Yeah.
4: Yep. Yep. Um, she's a she's a great girl. She yeah. comes in to shoot all the time too, so I see her there. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: She's she's a big hunter. She yeah. likes to hunt. Oh yeah, oh Likes yeah. to shoot her turkeys. Yeah, <laughs> she's
4: uh she's cool. For sure. Now, have y'all
0: ever done anything together, you and Morgan? Any
4: no, collaborations. Not really. Not not a. I mean, I'd love to, but nothing. Do you write
0: your own stuff too? Yes, sir. Yeah,
4: it's the Nashville way. <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah. It
0: is. So, what's the name of the songs and the albums that are coming out?
4: Um, so the single that's co- come out on May 23rd is "Ain't That Girl." And uh, it's Ain't about that girl. it's about being a single girl at a bar on a Friday night. Uh huh. <laughs> um, and then I got some other songs on it. There's a song that is super personal to me. It's called Rolls Away, and uh, it's very it, it's a uh, I would call it an ode to the military families out there. Okay. So well, that's well, going to be a hit. I, I mean, it's it's something that uh, every time I play it, it's always an emotional experience. Okay. So,
2: it's great. I we love got it.
0: another uh, another good friend of ours, Marcus Fox. Uh, who's on the Nashville scene? Also, uh, he's had several songs uh, released and put out. I'm uh, trying to get him back into it. He's been playing um, at second fiddle quite yeah. a bit lately, and a couple other places, too. So I'll I'll introduce you to Marcus yeah. as well. He's a very good
1: songwriter. How'd you get out of New Jersey? Well, how'd you get out of there? Like I mean, where <laughs> I come
4: <I'm> right? <laughs> <laughs> right? It's like you got to get through security first. Um, well, where I grew up, it's it's very rural. It's like big farm country area so you know nashville's not very different from that mindset but overall new jersey's not really a place for country music yeah it's not um, a place for guns either no right <laughs> That's, mm-hmm. i didn't even so i didn't understand guns and i say like understand because there's like a misconception i think that people who don't shoot are anti-gun and growing up in jersey like we weren't anti-gun, we just didn't, right. we had no opinion, you know, it was like, we just didn't know, um, so when I moved down to Nashville, my, uh, my boyfriend's in the army, and he, so he was like, this is a gun, and I was like, is it going to go off, you know, like, I was like super scared of it at first, and then he, like, walked me through it, and taught me how to shoot, and, you know, I've been hooked ever since, and I'm like, this is amazing, how is this not all over the place, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. like, why do people not want this, this is awesome, <laughs>
2: Yeah,
0: no, it's just like it's like you. You didn't know you. You were afraid because of the unknown.
4: Well, yeah, exactly. And that's why we have, yeah. to, have
0: to get the people the exposure and the education. Mm-hmm. But it, you know, it has to be people willing to do it.
4: Well, yeah, you know, that's the thing. And I think that like, like civil discourse and communication and just polite conversations, how that is how that's going to get accomplished. Right. But I mean, I don't know. I love it when people are like, you know. In Nashville, they'll, like, see me. They'll be like, do you know Lisa Caroline? I'm like, I don't know. And, they're like, so she shoots guns. Like, oh, I know her. <laughs> so, you know, I'm getting to kind of – because I do, like, competitive shooting in, oh, okay. the, in my free time. In my free time. It's not like a – I don't have a lot of free time. You're doing, time, like,
0: three-gun or are you doing uh, – Two-gun. Two and gun?
4: I, I love running guns. So, like, they're a different animal. Mm-hmm. You basically, like, run miles. And, like, you're on your own. There's no, like, squad or anything. And, like, you just – run from stage to stage do obstacles like a biathlon like a spartan race but oh, with yeah. guns and it's amazing
0: Little little physicality involved yeah. with it yeah like it makes you, it fun
4: if you like like punishing yourself with cardio it is for you <laughs>
0: yeah, have you been to rock castle yet up in yeah Pensacola? i go there all the time yeah that's one of my favorite places yeah. have you done the caves yet
4: yeah well yeah the, the, the running guns that i do they're up there yeah at rock castle so oh yeah, yeah i go there quite a bit yeah, yeah, yeah i'm actually playing a show there on May 7th. no, May May nineteenth. 19th.
0: May nineteenth. Okay. I think
4: I think I have to double check the date. I'm pretty sure it's May nineteenth. Now, yeah, are you each other.
0: speaking of that? Are you performing? New York and people listening go and uh, and catch you live, maybe. Yeah, right. um,
4: I play in Nashville quite a bit. Um, May sixteenth, I have um, a show at uh, oh gosh, Tin Roof on the Mound in Nashville. Okay, um, and then uh, Spotlight six one five for CMA Fest. I'll be playing on June 6th at uh, Tin Roof on Broadway. So, okay. really excited about that stuff. All my music is online on Spotify, iTunes, Lacey Caroline, Instagram, Lacey Caroline. Spell
0: it just yeah. for those that might misspell that, <laughs> like me.
4: Uh, L-A-C-E-Y, my okay. mother insists was the correct way to spell Lacey. Um, and then Caroline, like the state, so C-A-R. O l i n e.
0: Gotta think about that. I had to th-
4: right? think about that for a minute. I was like, <laughs> when you're not
0: writing it down.
4: Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, very cool. Thank you for taking the time to be on.
4: Oh, for sure. Thank you for uh, having
0: me. T and I definitely uh, we want to come come listen to you play live.
4: Yeah, yeah. One night. I play I play down on Broadway sometimes at uh, George Jones. So. Okay. Right around by Second Fiddle.
0: She knows she knows Morgan.
4: Oh, you do. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: So, so you shoot, what, an X-Cal? Like, <laughs> <laughs> well, now we're going to h- hook you up with the gun you need to be shooting with, right?
4: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right? Um, well, right, right now, um, well, my rifle is a little bunch of parts. A lot of Bravo Company, uh, UM Tactical. I'm just trying to think of everything that's on it. Um, and then I have a Glock 17. Okay. Yeah, I got it off a friend, legally. legally. <laughs> <laughs> there, there, there were papers involved, it's fine. <laughs>
1: well, Grand Power's got some nice guns they that you do. might want to consider.
2: Uh, yeah, well,
4: that's 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 kind of the connection, mm-hmm. right, through David Copping, yeah, yeah, the, yeah. Uh, the Canadian dis- distributor of Grand Power. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, we work hand-in-hand hand together. So. Oh, and, I've, and I've held cool. some of the Grand Power guns, and they are very nice. They fit very well in the hand, very smooth. Well,
0: Lacey, you need to you need to get you some very good cleaning and lubricating (laughs) products there. Modern Spartan Systems. There's a starter kit right there for you. So try that out. Let me know how you like it. Uh, I'll hook you up with uh, the guys there at Modern Spartan Systems. I
4: mean, it's going to make you a better shooter. I am a Spartan. That was my my high school team, Spartans. There you go.
1: That was mine too. Yeah. Yep. Oh,
4: cool. And that's
1: no sweat. There's a no sweat.
4: No sweat.
2: No. For your hat. And uh, you if we've shoot. got a
0: small t-shirt, <laughs> we'll hook you up with a, a t-shirt as well. Oh,
4: well, thank you so much. Yeah, absolutely. Ooh. Appreciate <laughs> you taking the
0: time. Now, if you feel the need, I mean, if you just want to hit us with a lyric or two or something like that, I mean, if, you, if you want to do that right now, it's, it's okay. We're, we're cool with I that.
4: Like like poetry? Like speak some poetry to y'all? Yeah, poetry. poetry. Yeah, we get my Shakespeare on?
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, really. If you want to. Sing, sing the national anthem.
4: Oh my goodness! I, okay, so not I sang the national anthem on Friday, and I have had a sinus infection since Sunday.
0: Doesn't that make your voice better, though?
4: No, <laughs> no, not at all. It's basically like plugging your ears, and then like trying to—you know how like when your ears are plugged and everything sounds like you're underwater? Oh yeah, that's like what that's I'm like right now. Kind of what right you're now. like right now. Yeah. So okay.
0: well, we won't put you through it.
4: I, I I said some major prayers, and I was on a lot of cold medicine, but I got through it. It's on my Instagram. I got through it. Um, but after that, my voice was like, okay, finally, I'm done. So
0: so was that when the, the president was here?
4: Yes, sir. So you got
0: to sing in yeah. front of the president and the vice president? Yeah, it was the a little wig. wild, a little
4: wild. And I was in the back, too, and, like, the Secret Service guys were so nice, so, so nice. And I'm in the back, like, pacing and, like, kind of freaking out. I'm, like, hopped up on cold medicine, and they're like, <laughs> you're okay. Like, calm down. You're going to be fine. <laughs> like, they were super nice to me, and I'm just, like, shaking and stuff. But everyone, everybody involved with the NRA so nice so nice cool. so considerate yeah, how do you,
5: how, i mean i'm just curious how did how did how did you get that gig like how
4: yeah so um the company that i paired with to do the kickstarter band twango they introduced me to nri country who actually morgan works with yep um and i played um, a small set on their country sound stage on friday but um they had the opportunity like hey would you be interested in singing the anthem i was like of course and then so they're like well, send us a video and so I did, and I didn't think that they were going to pick me, and they did. Yeah, they did. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> that awesome. They're like, you got it. I'm like, really?
0: <laughs> <laughs> me?
4: Little like, me? Okay, cool. So, but yeah.
0: Cool. Once again, give the uh, the social meds and the, yeah, yeah. where everybody can, can download and listen to your awesome music.
4: Yeah, uh, at Lacey Caroline. Um, Facebook is Lacey Caroline. My website is LaceyCaroline.com. Um, and then if you go on Spotify and search for Lacey Caroline, my last record, one of the guys will come up and... Uh, I love those songs, too. So, so if it's okay
0: with you, uh, this, this is recorded. Oh, cool. So I can, like, pipe in some music.
2: Oh, definitely.
4: As, as
0: your talks all so play one of your music yeah, to the yeah. background of this. Yeah,
4: yeah, yeah. One sweet. of your songs. Yeah, yeah, that'd be awesome.
0: Okay, we'll do that, definitely. Well, guys, thank you so much. Appreciate uh, you. appreciate you, Alan. The Life Jacket, make sure you guys check them out. Uh, and then uh, Lacey. I yeah. mean, definitely check Lacey out. Thank you all so It'll much. Be awesome. You have anything you want to say? I, No. It's all, been, it's all been said. So we have a a, um, a uh, tagline. Whenever we end our show, uh, I'll say, and as always, lead heads, keep your loved ones close, and my guest will say, and your firearms closer.
4: I saw that one coming. You say that one. <laughs> yeah.
0: Did you say? It? Did you say? It? <laughs> and as always, lead heads, keep your loved ones close,
4: and your firearms Fire closer. closer.
0: Perfect. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Thank you. All right, guys. So that was a great couple of interviews there that we had from NRA. Still got a few more to come, and I got a few more from Shot <laughs> Show still too. So <laughs> we're going to be peppering those in uh, in between our normally our regularly scheduled scheduled program here on the Talking Lead Podcast. So Nick and Bill, you guys did a little hunting this weekend. Um, hot, hot, hot weather. You you braved Very. the elements but you guys had a good couple of days though.
1: Oh yes. Yeah, I think the heat um as much as we hate it probably helps us out when we're uh hitting it right at right at dusk because it's been you know it's so hot during the day that nothing wants to move around including us and then the sun finally goes down and everything comes out to find some food and find some water.
0: Probably water mainly, right? Huh?
1: Yeah, for the pigs for sure because I yeah. mean they we were talking about it uh they're pretty sensitive to the heat um uh, if you put a trap out during the summer and catch a pig and you don't go get it the same day, it'll die. Just, uh, dehydration. Overheat. Yeah. Well, just heat stroke. Just heat stroke. Yep.
0: So, um, what time did you guys, did you start? Now this, you got, you're in Texas. This is where the, the hunt happens and what part of Texas?
1: Uh, central Texas. So we hunt in Lano on Friday night and then, uh, land on Saturday night. But, um, we we start started right at dark both nights I think so about nine o'clock sun's going down right around nine right now. Gotcha. So
0: what? Uh, talk about your equipment. What you uh, what you pack for this hunt?
1: Uh, Bill, what do you want to tell them? What all you brought or how you went to I break didn't break bring? Sh- I didn't bring shit. You
3: you it hooked me brought up. Batteries. Bro. <laughs> you know, yeah, I brought batteries. Oh yeah, brought batteries. brought some batteries. I think I left a few <laughs> in the
1: truck. Um, a couple flashlights. Batteries uh, and
5: jerky.
3: <clears throat> yeah, that's it. Uh,
1: uh, yeah, so we were using a uh, Beastmaster hunting rifle. I was shooting my Beastmaster hunting rifle, 6.5 Creedmoor, uh, with a Trijicon Mark III on it. And um, Bill was using my Loner rifle with a Mark III on it. And then uh, we, I've got a Trijicon handheld thermal um, for him to use, that he used. And then I've got a, a, a Trijicon IR patrol uh, that I have helmet mounted. So we're uh, in the Beastmaster hunting truck the new one the and new uh, just cruised around man mm-hmm. shooting uh, highland lakes ammo highland, highland. lakes okay so yeah. you did
0: highland lakes man it's the new rage it's all um, the rage well maybe uh, i need to talk to them
1: highland lakes uh, is local down here and he loads some awesome ammo for competition for hunting for self-defense everything like that home defense whatever um but you know we We've gone out and tested ammo. He's loading a specific load for me for six five, and we've got the SD on ten shots down to like six before when we're doing ammo testing. It's crazy. So, just very precise, very precise load, precision loaded ammo.
2: Okay.
0: Yeah, I definitely need to have an introduction with this
1: gentleman. Faux show.
0: Faux show, for show. Sure. Sure, sure. So, and uh, your suppressors? What suppressors were you using?
1: Um, an Omega and a Saker. So both Silencer Co.
0: Okay. Those are the ones we used when I was down there, weren't they?
1: Yeah, yeah, same setups.
0: Yep. very cool. Now, did did Bill have the two two three? Is that what you were shooting, Bill?
1: Yes, I was. Okay,
0: very nice. And how did you like Nick's two two three? Now, was this your uh, the one you had last time? The one you were using when I was down there? Last um,
1: time? No, I don't think so. I don't remember what I was shooting when you were down here. No, it's just uh, a rifle that I've had forever. It's uh, a little short, fourteen inch that I let people use because it's short and easy to maneuver and
2: okay
1: a little bit lighter weight and just uh you know the the six five is awesome but uh loner six five gets a little more expensive to let people shoot <laughs> <laughs> and uh it, well, hey, if he's it, buying it, his own ammo it, right and it, and it's a beast you know i mean uh I don't know I'm trying to remember the exact weight of my rifle without anything on it. I think it's well, just under I, eight and a half pounds. What I was but getting put, that was uh,
0: when when I was down there, of course, you know, I had the the Nordic components uh, 308, mm-hmm. and uh, it didn't have the adjustable gas block on it. So when we put the suppressor on it, it wasn't functioning yeah. properly. So I was, you know, every other shot having to to fix my shit. But um, yeah, we at one point split up. You and um. Was it Zane? I think maybe you and Zane went and, and checked on some pigs that we'd already shot, and then the rest of us went to look at yeah. some of the other ones, and we ran across another pack, and you'd left your two, two, three in the truck. mm mm-hmm. So I took it. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I nailed, like, you know, four or five pigs, boom, 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 just like that uh, while we were over the hill. Uh, checking. And you
1: failed the- to record any of it?
0: Yeah, I didn't. I didn't know how to turn your recorder on, but uh, – <laughs> I mean, I inadvertently it, turned mine on. And it's left like it a freaking laser, on. man! You got it dialed in, perfect. I Loved it. I think it mm-hmm. was the was it the uh, cobalt?
1: I don't remember. It may have been.
0: Can't remember which one it was, but I just I just remember that it was just like like death like a death ray it was perfect. <laughs> murder.
2: Yeah,
1: I like hashtag murder. Hashtag yeah, murder. I like uh, I like my guns to be very precise. If they don't shoot good, then yeah, I don't okay. want them.
0: I understand, I understand. I, I want a, uh, a redo uh, with my three hundred eight. now that I've got the adjustable gas block and everything ready to go. Yeah. I had to come back and do that.
1: I tell you what's funny, Marty, is we went hunting, whenever we filmed episode one of Beastmaster Hunting, we, uh, Bill and I went hunting in the same place that you and I did We when we didn't see anything.
0: Oh, really? And you guys, I mean, that picture, you had at least 15, <laughs> I don't know.
1: Uh, we, we shot 14 or 15. We found 12.
0: Okay. And then you got some other things in between. You got, um, uh, cow. Did you get a cow or was it a five Fox? That's what you had. You
1: had fox. Yeah. A couple of grays and, uh, a couple of coons. We could have shot Bill. How many coons could we have shot? If we did have shot all the coons we saw? Oh Christ. It was nonstop. Uh, 20 ish. They were just yeah. everywhere. We were just letting the coons walk though. Most of the time
0: <laughs> they got a pass this time.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's, they're not as much fun. I don't So this was your first not...
0: your first night, right? You got all these? Yeah.
1: Yeah, so we uh, we rolled out to Lano about 9 o'clock. We pulled up to the gate. Um, and as we're pulling up to the gate, I kind of glanced out in the pasture, and there's a bunch of little black spots out there. And I went, man, is that pigs? And Bill said, I think so. So we pulled up to the gate, and rather than pulling all the way in, just shut down and got everything geared up right there and then walked in and uh, walked up to the edge of the barn, and I leaned around the corner to see if I could see those pigs out in the field, and they were right up in the, like, lean-to that's up against the barn. They were all laying down.
0: (laughs) (laughs) They were just laying there. Yeah,
1: Yeah. they were, like, laid up under a feed trailer, and i look at Bill, and I said, they're right here.
3: And he's like, (laughs) where? (laughs) I wasn't peeking my head around the corner. (laughs)
1: And I'm like, shh, they're, like, six feet away. (laughs) So we, uh, we backed out a little bit further. We backed out to about 30 yards and kind of swung out wide and shot uh, a couple of those and uh, and then loaded up and went to the next spot. So it was kind of like that all night.
0: So a good, a good night was had by all.
1: Yeah. just the two oh, of yes.
0: you this time, right? Yeah. Yep. Just two of you. And did you guys do any videoing at all?
1: Uh, we didn't film anything. I just recorded stuff through my thermal.
0: Okay. So you weren't doing any, any Beastmaster stuff? No, no episode footage. or anything. Like that. oh man that would have been a good one though
1: good yeah that's what we were talking about i was like man we should have you know because it's it's a pain with just two people to try and film and usually i end up taking somebody else that just to film but that would have been the night to do it you know and then we got over to the next we uh basically just drove around the tanks checking the water holes and we saw bill how many pigs were there in that second tank maybe eight or ten.
3: Oh, easy yeah when i got all excited and shit
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah you want to tell them about that
2: I oh excited. yeah
3: so uh we stop at the second tank. Nick takes off to go check it out, and I'm watching through the thermal, and here comes Nick walking up the road, thumbs up, so I hop out real quietly, and we take off to go get set up to shoot them. and Nick stops and goes, okay, so here's the plan. We shoot once and then stop and let him settle down so we can shoot more. Okay. All right, got it, sweet, cool, let's go. Walk up, we set up, he takes one down by the water. I take one high. One, two, boom. And then I see another one running and pop, pop, pop. And Nick's dude, shoot once. <laughs> oh, fuck, I got excited.
1: <laughs> and they were gone. like, damn it. Yeah. So a lot Listen of times whenever to you get a big guys. group of pigs like that, especially if you shoot the big ones and you put a good shot on them and they drop immediately, the rest of them will scatter for a second, but then they'll all just stop. And they'll all just kind of like look around like, what was that? And then they'll kind of wander back to what they were doing.
0: Yeah.
1: So you can then do it again. <laughs> and you just repeat that process. And uh, Bill repeat. got excited.
0: Rinse, repeat.
1: He, he ripped a few off there and they ran off.
0: Now was This, <laughs> this yeah. was your first yeah, hog hunt, bad. wasn't it, Bill?
1: Uh, no, the second hog hunt, but uh, okay.
3: not like this. The other one was in blinds, which was awesome. But the stalking stuff like Nick. Was having me do was oh my god, I'm hooked.
1: <laughs> well, and <clears throat> you know the stocking is a lot more exciting, I think, than sitting in a deer blind waiting for a pig to walk up to a feeder. Uh, but some places that's your only option.
0: Yeah, I like moving around. <laughs> I like being on the move. Yeah, we did quite a bit of it whenever you we were here. Yeah, we did. Uh, we did a lot. We of it. had
1: good success. Um, but uh, I think the next tank that we stopped at, or maybe one after that, was uh, the one that got a little bit sporty. Yes, that that one got crazy. Sporty. You'll like this story,
3: Marty. Okay. and this to
1: yeah, this one. No, you tell it, Bill, and I'll and go I'll go up. back and I'll, I'll you you tell uh, you tell my the version, story, and then I'll go back and I'll tell them what really happened.
3: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh let's
1: see, where do I start? So we're gonna hear Walk the tall off.
0: tale, and then we're gonna hear the truth. Right. Well, <laughs> I'm gonna
1: try to keep it somewhat. Bill's gonna try and save some face, and then I'm gonna I'm gonna throw oh, no. in the I'm gonna throw
3: me under the bus. That's fine. I'll put myself <laughs> under the
1: bus. That's fine. Oh, okay. Uh, well. Yeah. So we
3: walk up to this uh this other hole, and there are a whole bunch of pigs laying around the cows. The cows freak out. They take off, leaving all these pigs sitting there. We set up, and this time Nick goes shoot once. Okay. Yes. Got it. So we line up. One, two, boom. Nick tags one. I shoot one in the face. It drops, and then all of a sudden it starts squealing like a banshee.
1: Well, I mean, what, but you gotta you gotta at least acknowledge that the strategy worked because they they all just stopped and stood there, and we were getting ready to to pick two more out. But the, go ahead. Uh, so the ones start shrieking like a banshee,
3: just going ape shit. All of a sudden, pigs out of nowhere came up and started, as Nick said, uh, jumping this bitch in like into a gang. <laughs> 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 I mean, they were just mauling this poor this pig that had just taken one of the face.
2: Like and we're both him, going,
3: trying to eat
0: him. Oh, they were just kicking his ass. I
3: think they were just yeah. trying to get him to quit squealing. You know,
0: don't give our position away, dude. Shut up. I guess.
3: Yeah. Yep. So Nick just looks at me and goes, "Unleash hell!" And <laughs> <laughs> we start shooting. I'm like,
1: "Oh fuck! I'm out of ammo." <laughs> you didn't check your ammo. Like like two um, shots into it. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Oh my god! That, that was like me up. with a 308 when we we came across that big uh, that big group of pigs and. Yeah. We are just like unloading and I get get two shots off before it fucking jams on me.
1: Right.
3: Ah. Yeah. So I'm out of ammo. Nick lays waste and all of a sudden one pops up and starts running at us. Like Nick, one's coming at us. Nick, one's coming at us, dude. Boom. Drops it. Pops up. Now I might be embellishing this because I don't remember how many times you shot it, man. But all I know is like 10 feet from us. Fucking shoot this thing. And
1: he just lays it to waste 10 feet in front of us.
0: Yes, a stubborn so, one, huh? He was after you.
1: Well, so Bill ran out of ammo, yes. right? <laughs> and yep. on my first shot into the big group, my scope turned off, right? And if you're not familiar with a the thermal optic, they're mm-hmm. basically just a camera, right? A digital camera that mm-hmm. sees thermal. And like all electronics, they can be a little bit finicky sometimes. Well, uh, I'm running mine on a battery pack, and... I had forgot to go in what I was going to do last time because I discovered this problem the last time I hunted. I forgot to go in and put some padding around my battery pack because the I guess just the, the recoil of the rifle shaking that battery yeah. uh, can cause it to lose connection or cause it to think that it's losing, whatever. Yeah. Anyway, the scope shuts down to protect itself because it's, it doesn't know if it's having a power surge or losing power or whatever voltage change, you know. So the scope turns off on my first shot. And then I hear Bill go, bam, bam. Oh, man, I'm out of ammo. Well, I reach down. I flip my scope off, flip it back on. It takes a minute to boot up. I think the boot up is like six seconds or something. Mm -hmm. And Bill's going, there's one running right at us. (laughs) And you can hear all these pigs. You know, and I'm like, okay. So the scope comes back on. But what a lot of times happens whenever it does this weird low voltage thing is it'll come back on and it'll be glitched. And I'll have to do like a hard boot, you know, like unplug it, plug it back in stuff like that. Well, it comes back on and I can see, but everything's kind of blurry and I have no crosshairs. So I see this pig running at us and first shot I hit him and he goes down and he gets back up and keeps running right at us. Second shot missed. Third shot hits him, and he lands about eight foot in front of us. Like he was running right at us.
0: Did he do like so, the like in movies the big slide? You know those big rhinos that are charging people, and they yeah,
1: he just slides
0: well, right up it, to your feet.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so it uh, it would have been cool if I'd have got that on video, but because when the scope shuts down, the video shuts down. Yeah, you wouldn't um, anyway. And it uh, it was it was uh, it would have been interesting um, had the scope not turned back on. But I was basically just walking it into him and hit him on the first shot, missed the second, hit the third. So it was pretty cool.
0: So you guys had, it was what? exciting. So it wasn't just your, yeah. Oh, drum hunt.
1: And then, uh, so we w- we're laughing about that. And then we walk up, um, to check out the slaughter and we got seven out of that group. <laughs> oh <slaughter>. yeah. This. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, we're, we're kind of like just looking at the damage, you know? And, um, as we're walking back, like, we're like, okay, let's go get the truck and we'll load them up. We were walking right past this, pig that probably weighed 30 pounds and it it jumps up like it was laying on its side look dead it jumps up like two feet in the air and makes the craziest sound i've ever heard it was like <laughs> like it did not sound anything like a pig oh man i about jumped out of my shoes because <laughs> it was like two feet from me when it jumped up and was bill's on the dead? other side of me
0: was it dead no it's not running it,
1: yeah, it took off running, and I was like,
0: "Whoa!" He <laughs> probably would think he was like a bobcat or something, so he'd leave him alone.
1: Well, I think he was one that got hit uh, on a pass-through shot on another pig because they were all—I mean, when I say they were like balled up kicking this pig's ass, they were balled like it was thirty pigs, and you couldn't tell the difference Damn. in in That's, one from the rest amazing. of them. So Have I'm you sure, ever seen
0: that before? You know
1: that that many pigs or pigs you, doing that?
0: Pigs doing that? Have you ever seen that before?
1: I've never seen that. Usually, usually when a pig squeals, um, in a group like that, then the other pigs run away from it. But this one, they all, but we saw, I think we saw probably six or seven when we got ready to shoot and then we shot. And then all of a sudden they came out of the woods. Like you could hear it all around us. just going, and then here they all come running out. It was crazy. Yeah. And just beat the hell out of it. Yeah. Wow.
2: Exciting, so it was pretty
0: cool. man. So yeah, I, I missed a good hunt. It sucks.
2: Yeah, Um, this was day one.
0: I mean, this is this is like this is like a full week right here of of hunting.
1: Oh, dude, it was. I mean, when you don't even get in the gate and you're already seeing pigs, it's going to be a good night, you know. So, (laughs) uh, and then Bill uh, reloaded his rifle and redeemed himself on the next tank. Uh, We got to the next tank and checked it, and there was I think we I think we saw six or seven pigs. Bill shot three. I shot three. We found two of Bills and one of mine. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that one real big one took off. Yeah, so that that was that was a good one, and then that ended that night. I think we were it was about two o'clock in the morning. We were <laughs> both pretty tired by then.
0: So it was all pigs on the first night.
1: Uh, no, we uh, shot those fox and uh, a couple of coons. Talking you know, about the kinda, fox. How, what it, were you
0: doing when you when you got the fox?
1: Uh, one of them we shot while we were just riding to the next spot, and I saw him hopping around and blasting him out the window, and then uh, the. Uh, the other one we were up in the rack, and I called it in. Bill shot it.
2: Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah.
0: So talk about for those who've not um, heard <laughs> us talk about the uh, the rig, the Beastmaster truck. Talk about how you guys set up.
1: Uh, so it's a 2010 Z71. Uh just leveling kit on it. Nothing crazy to make it all huge or anything. Uh, I've got some Mickey Thompson mud tires on there. The Bajas. If anybody wants some tires those, or needs some durable tires, those tires are so badass.
0: I, I, I was wish... looking at some Mickey Thompson's to put on the lead slit.
1: Dude, the Mickey Thompson Baja claw, I think is the ones I have. I, I'll go look. I'll call you later and, or, and tell you which ones there for sure. But these tires are incredible. Like, uh, the, First, probably mm. two weeks I had them, we went hunting up nice. there at Zane's where you went. Yeah. And uh, we rode across a field of mesquite trees that had just been bulldozed. And there were like, it'd been f- just straight cleared and all the trees were still out there. There were no roads. And we drove across mesquite trees all night long and n- not a flat one. I mean, mm-hmm. so I've I've been super impressed with those tires. Uh, anyway, so the, look at the tires
0: i'm looking at Do it I? and i just pulled it up on the internet uh holy shit yeah. 630 bucks
2: Woo-hoo.
1: yeah <laughs> yeah but man they're worth it um you can, you can run them sponsor me <laughs> yeah well that's what yeah me too <laughs> <laughs> uh, you can run 60 pounds in them or 15 pounds in them you know they're they're pretty awesome um so that's it for the tires of course it's four-wheel drive um uh, it's uh what is that stuff? Line-X coated.
0: got this rack on it. So talk about your, your rack, rack that you built on
1: it. Yeah, so it's got a big uh, rack that sits on the, the bed rails, and then up above it has boat seats. And uh, it's probably about 200 square feet of flat surface up there with the rail that goes all the way around it and um, a staircase that goes up from the tailgate up to it so you can walk up it and don't have to climb a ladder or anything. And, uh, so we'll park out in the pasture and get up there, set the call out and turn it on. It gives you good, uh, good visibility and gives you good shooting angles too. You know, a lot of people, uh, don't really think about that whenever you're out hunting, but you can take a lot of shots that you wouldn't normally take because you're, you're shooting at like a 20 degree angle towards the ground instead of shooting flat towards the horizon. Right. So it's it's quite a bit safer.
0: Yeah. It's a, it's a nice setup, what you've got. And, uh, like I said, it does make it a lot, uh. Uh, I won't say user friendly, but it's it's easier. What was that? I don't know. Uh, Okay. Uh, Bill had to go pee, so he'll be right back. Uh,
1: gives you gives you good visibility. Uh, gives you good angles of fire and uh, safer
0: safer angles of fire too. I mean, when you're up elevated shooting down like that too, so Mm -hmm. makes it safer. Very nice. Now, did you use any calls or anything on this hunt? Probably didn't need to. Yeah,
1: yeah, we called the fox in. Uh, and then we called those coons in, too. Okay. <clears throat> but that was it. shot some rabbits. Uh, you know, get out there and you see some jackrabbits and you got to smoke them.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. Did you shoot any field mice this time?
1: No. <laughs> no, we didn't see any.
0: You no, know, that one night it was so slow, we were popping field mice. Yeah. It was hilarious. They were just like vaporizing.
1: <laughs> the rabbits were vaporizing on this one. <laughs> oh, <they>? yes. <laughs>
3: The, the, the one five. with the, the head?
1: Yeah. That's oh, on dude. Your I, shot, neck. I shot one in the head from like 100 yards, like perfect headshot. And he falls over and then starts doing the kick and chicken, like, you know, when you cut a chicken's head off. And <laughs>
2: right? he,
1: he did a flip, you know, like four feet in the air and then looked like he was running around in circles. And we walked up there to look at him, and there wasn't anything like he had an eyeball left and everything else was gone. was <laughs> it. Yep. Yeah, it was crazy. Good Lord.
0: So this was day one. Day two, did you have just as much success on day two? Uh,
1: day two, I think we ended up with six pigs. We did. Uh, so a little bit slower, but uh, still did you a good go time.
0: For, we, for this one?
1: We went up to land passes to one of my buddy's places. His name's Phillip Evans. Gotcha. Uh, he actually uh, is the guy that's working on the – he's got a patented prototype uh, bow sight mount for a thermal nice so okay. yeah it's it's pretty cool it's uh goes on your bow and then you can mount uh the thermals we've on. been mount yeah we've been mounting a trijicon reaper on it and then you it, an iphone screws in behind it and you basically draw your bow and you're looking at the phone for your crosshairs uh or for your pins i guess it would be on a bow yeah so cool. uh he didn't bring the bow out this time but i wish he would have because we got on some pigs that were asleep um,
0: Oh, it would have been awesome yeah
1: yeah yeah we we were walking around checking this place that he manages and uh there were some pigs sleeping over by a deer feeder and we walked up to him how far how far away from those pigs bill like 30 yards oh 25 30 yeah it was close we stuck yeah, right so, at the bottom. so i'm like bill you shoot the left one phil you shoot the middle one. i shoot the right one there was there was a bunch of little bitty ones too uh three big ones and uh they're all sleeping we start yelling at them we're like hey Hey, he hey, i just progressively getting louder, you know, and it takes like a f- as loud as you can yell to make one stand up. And then we shot him.
0: Yep. <laughs> Bastards.
3: And this yeah. is where what was your one request for that night, Marty?
0: Uh, That you get one right in the eye. Shoot.
1: Yeah. And did they, you get the picture?
0: I did. <laughs> I did. Um, yeah. yeah.
1: That was a brutal picture. Oh, yeah.
0: Did I, did I not respond to it?
1: No, you went damn. Damn. <laughs> That was actually at the next place that we went, though. Oh, was it? Uh, I thought
3: it was the first one.
1: No, that was the one where Philip got a case of the bills. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we went over to this other place and we're riding around. It's a high fence place and we were looking for coyotes um, that have been killing uh, exotics that are on this high fence place. And I asked Philip if there were any pigs and he's like, no. And we turned a corner and there's this giant pig. I was like, there's a pig. <laughs> so. Nobody could get their gun out of the truck fast enough to shoot that one. But as we are around the next corner, there's some more pigs laying down sleeping, just like right by the road. So we all get out and get lined up. And there's, I don't know, five or six pigs and probably three or four big ones. And one of them is just kind of real slow walking away. And I'm like, okay, Bill, you shoot the left one. Pow, 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 pow. And I'm like, what? <laughs> Phillip's already blasting away. <laughs> and uh he claims that he hit his pig but we never found it but uh i was like okay and ripped one off and it hit that pig right in the eyeball as he was running away kind of like grazing shot on his eye so it made a nasty wound
0: it yeah. did look nasty i I may post that picture
3: you should for the for the lead heads
0: but yeah. overall successful hunt uh bill give me your give me your impressions of the hunt
3: oh absolutely awesome uh, that was fun as hell, minus my little uh, inability to walk in dark and
1: tripping. Oh yeah,
3: yeah. I was waiting for you to say it, man. But I'm gonna take the ownership on this one.
1: Yeah, you gotta uh, call yourself out on that.
3: Yeah, my as Philip said, uh, I've never met anyone who can't walk in the dark. <laughs> 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 yep, that was me. Yep, trip uh, like a dumbass. And as Philip turns around and watches me fall in the, what do you say? I've never seen someone fall like that. It's but, yes. I don't remember. Yeah, I step on a rock, feel my foot go. Go to plant with the other foot. Well, rock took that one out. Arm goes down to put it around the thermal because you know I don't know how much uh, one of those trigicons is, but it's probably more than what There's I want more to show out. To pay, yeah, yeah. 90, yeah Oh <laughs> shit. Okay. Oh, all right. Uh, so yeah, my elbow and arms all fucked up and scratched up, but the trigicon's fine. But your instincts so that's, kicked, that's kicked in, That's all I was that's worried good. about. Was
1: don't fuck up the protect
0: your tool. And
1: uh, Philip goes, Are you okay? And Bill's like, Yeah. And I said, Did you break anything? And he goes, I don't think so. And I went, No, I meant the thermals. Yeah, <laughs> dick. I, of course I was joking. But uh Bill's worried about it and he pulls up the the rifle and looks through it and he's like, Oh man, I can't see anything through the scope. Well the scope cap had closed.
3: <laughs> he thought he was <laughs> fucked. I had a moment of oh, fucking lane's <laughs> gonna kill me. <laughs> There goes the our Australian Shoot me a link with the pigs. I don't know which one.
0: <laughs> so you had yeah, a little so too that, much uh, bourbon before the hunt. Is that what happened there, Bill?
3: Uh, no, just uh, it was nicotine walk. deprivation. Might, no, I had my Nicorette in, dude. That was fine. There. <laughs> so are you? Are
0: but, you quit? You kick the habit? You trying to quit smoking?
3: No, that was just to get me through the hunting. Because oh. first night out, I asked Nick, "Is hunting? Can we smoke while hunting?" Goes no. No. Okay. Cool. <laughs> If I'm if I'm down with that. So But
0: that's a good that's that was a good opportunity for you to just go ahead and continue not smoking, Bill.
1: Oh no. He immediately pounded two cigarettes after we got done. <laughs> <Right>.
0: <laughs> that's why he couldn't walk. <laughs> he was going through withdrawals. Right. Uh it's hilarious.
1: Yeah, so we wrapped up that night. Um, pretty late. I think it was Four. I think it was about five when we got back. Yeah, I got back oh, to the damn. hotel about
3: six. Yeah.
0: And you had to fly out too, didn't you, that day? Same day?
3: The, yeah. So I slept about 10, got up at 11, was out the door by 1130 to the airport, and then uh, got home around 10, 10 p.m.
2: So yep. uh,
0: so uh, Bill can come with us on the next hunt. Did he pass the, the test?
3: Sure. he brings the so thermal. <laughs> so he's, I'm working on it, buddy. <laughs> <enough>. I'm working <laughs> on it, though.
0: So, Bill, what you got to do is you got to hook us up with uh, what's-his-face. He's got the land up in north. Texas there so we can do some prairie dog hunting.
3: Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, and Nick, I found out we do have hogs, wild hogs, up here in the thumb of Michigan. There you go. Look into that some more.
0: You also have a lot of people on forensic files in Michigan. Do we? Seems like every other story (laughs) happens in in Michigan. (laughs) Yeah. For some reason, I don't know, I noticed that. I was like, damn, Bill's kind of at risk up there, man. <laughs> Check on my boy. Hmm. But yeah, so we, uh, I think Nick and I should probably address this. I've had several people ask me about, uh, earlier this year, we'd made an announcement that we were working on a TV show, hunting TV show, competition show, uh, he uh-huh. and I and Kalani. And, uh, there's a lot of moving parts with that. A lot of people involved, a lot of different things that have to happen. Uh, and then, of course, you know, just life in general happens. Uh, it's it's not completely nixed. Uh, we are still, I guess we're still talking about doing it, but we're just kind of in a holding pattern right now. Is that how you'd describe it?
1: Yeah, you know, it's just uh, there's people don't realize what the resources it takes, I think, to do some of this stuff. And uh, just to coordinate all that so it comes together at the right time has proven pretty difficult. Uh, we get a lot of people that are interested and then we're trying to put together the rest of it, and you know, by the time you get that done, then you've lost touch with some other people, and I mean, it's yeah. kind of like a merry-go-round, you know. And you got to get everybody on board at once.
0: Yeah, or you got something solidified with a guy, and then he leaves that company, and, <laughs> and yeah, welcome replacements- to the car industry. <laughs> yep, amen <laughs> and then his there. Replacement comes in, and then you finally get it worked out with him, and then he's gone.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: So. That one is still in the works, but I think Nick and I are talking about maybe doing something something else also. So something stay, else. Stay tuned for that.
1: Yep. It'll be uh it'll be more of a self funded deal. So Yeah,
0: it'll be it'll be more the the style that you guys are used to us doing, just our own style. Um with 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 the competition thing, I mean that's something that we're looking at doing is gonna be more professional. There'll be a lot of um Professional videographers and editors, and you know all that involved with it. So it'd be more polished, I guess, than what uh, what we're gonna do.
1: Yeah, go watch uh, go watch some Beastmaster hunting episodes on YouTube. That's uh, it'll be more up that alley.
0: Yeah, definitely. I mean, you guys uh, have heard us talk about Beastmaster hunting before. For those who are new to the show, uh, Nick has this uh, this show that he does on YouTube. It's called Beastmaster Hunting, and it's more along the lines of what we were just talking about um, the thermal night hunting suppressor. Varmint, um, predator type hunts, and they're yep.
1: really good. I mean, mm-hmm. not bad for a couple of iPhones and right some for the equipment recording they're thermals. using it. They, right,
0: it looks really
2: good,
0: <laughs> really good. And of
1: course, uh, the,
0: the very first episode, we- yours truly is
1: in, and the second,
0: first and second. Okay, yeah, it was a two parter. Yeah. Nice.
1: Um, and I think there's six or seven episodes right now. Um, and then I'm I'm gonna fire it back up. You know, once the cooler weather hits, so. Yeah. I'm just going to stick to doing six or seven episodes a year. I think but we, um, were, we
0: were talking and I think we can take that to the next level. So stay tuned. Next level. Next level. Kind of cool. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. So, so very good guys. Um, so I had to live vicariously through you. I've not, uh, I've not been on a hunt in a while. So I got my fix.
1: Marty, what were you doing while we were hunting? I was uh,
0: <laughs> mm. lounging by the pool, drinking rum. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Bill was showing me the squirrely-ass text messages that were coming through.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, my thumbs weren't working real good. Nope. The room does that every now and again. But I got a nice tan. Got a nice base tan going. (laughs) We're getting ready for that Texas weather, so when I come up there, I'll be all right. Be ready to do it.
2: Right. Well,
1: nobody come here until it gets cold. That's all I'm saying. (laughs) Yeah.
0: So we got to look at maybe, what, September...
1: So um, let's see. Off. August. I think September. I'm going to Iceland.
0: Oh well, damn! It ain't warm in Iceland.
1: I know. It's the idea.
0: It's gonna be real cold. You gonna hunt? You just for nah. go hell of it? Nah,
1: we're just going 'cause we are just going because we had not been there before and we want to check it out. And it, uh, I have a rule: my wife can basically pick the vacations as long as we go to a country where most people speak English.
0: Okay, that's a good <laughs> rule. I like that.
1: So. Um, Iceland's next on the list.
0: Now, do you have any uh, big game hunts planned this year?
1: Uh, not this year, but January. again. So, I already did this year. You know, I did the mountain uh, mountain lion in Idaho uh, last January, or this January. Okay. And uh, next January, um, I'm doing another mountain lion hunt, but it's a mountain lion and lynx hunt in Canada, so in British Columbia. Oh, okay. Uh, gonna go, I'm going to go up there and um, – Hopefully shoot a big one. The 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 guy I'm going with, the area that he has to hunt, they've shot the number 1, number 3 and number 5 or number 1, number 2 and number 5 uh Boone and Crockett mountain lions out of that area. Damn. So, potentially some 200 pounders up there. Um wolves are supposed to be pretty thick up there, so hopefully I can get a wolf and then the lynx and in his word the lynx are gimmies. So <laughs> they're gimmies. Uh, well. Yeah, he said they're everywhere. And so, and, and of course, like any hunt, it comes down to, we're at the mercy of the weather.
0: Right. I was going to say, knowing your love. So no. hopefully,
1: yeah. So hopefully we'll get a whole bunch of snow, you know, um, like the week before and then just light snow while we're there. That's ideal for that type of hunting. Oh.
0: Um, well, I may have to have I'm, you come up here before then. I just got a call from my mom today mm-hmm. and uh, she lives, um, toward East Tennessee, we'll say. Mm-hmm. And, uh, She's she swears up and down she saw some sort of big cat in her backyard.
1: Yeah.
2: So
0: I'm trying to when think in Tennessee what kind of big cats are down here.
1: Uh, I'm sure there's bobcats Bob, and yeah. maybe maybe mountain lions.
0: Might be. I don't know. She said it. She said it was big though. And I said, how big? Compare it to something. And she goes, "Oshi." Oh, I was like, "What is that? What? Oshi's oh, my great dane. He's like oh. 180 pounds. You know." Yeah, like six foot three on his hind legs, <laughs> kind of. I was like, she said, but he was lower to the ground.
1: <laughs> was, I bet it was a bobcat.
0: I was like, I don't know, Ma. I said, stay away from it, though. I said, don't go get around the edge of the woods because he'll eat you. Because you know you're you're like a snack. You're like eighty pounds. <laughs> you'd be like a little snack for him. So I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. I guess this weekend and see if I would track it and see what it was.
1: Yeah, I bet you. I, I my money, my money would be on bobcat because they look a lot bigger than they are. They're you know a thirty pound bobcat looks humongous yeah. because they're super tall. They're like three times as tall as a normal cat. Yeah, uh, and, gonna, and they're that, really long. You in know.
0: that area, I mean, it's it's not like like really there's it's populated, but it's not like overly populated in that area. There's a lot of mm-hmm. trees and there's a river right there. You know, there's a lot of places for them to have food. And I was yeah. like, and if it is a cat, he's going to be that the apex predator there. There's not going to be Know mess with him, so he got plenty of food.
1: They're the apex predator everywhere. Yeah. Have you ever seen the video of that uh, uh, leopard swimming across a river and that, and then he grabs a crocodile and, <laughs> like, by the back of the neck, and swims back across the river with it?
2: No, I
0: haven't seen that.
1: Yeah, it's a no. badass video. Just oh, look up, uh, look up leopard leopard uh, catching crocodile, and you'll, I'm sure you'll find it. But yeah, it's they're on you know somebody's on some safari or whatever, and they're cruising around and filming this leopard, uh, like doggy paddling across the river. Like what's he doing? What's he doing? And there's a, like a, I don't know, eight foot crocodile on the bank on the other side. He swims out of the water, runs up, jumps on it, bites it right behind the back of the head and then carries it off.
0: <laughs> leopard attacks crocodile in river. Yeah, that's it. Huge crocodile. I mean, he's a huge freaking leopard too.
1: <laughs> yeah. Leopards like the fourth biggest or fourth or fifth biggest cat.
0: He must have been really hungry to go after a crocodile.
1: Dude, why? He's just badass. I mean, you know, if, you, yeah, if a, you can do it.
0: He's freaking pounced on it. Got him in the back of his neck.
1: Yeah, like nothing. And then just carries him off.
0: Yeah, He's just picking him up.
3: Yeah. Well, what was that wolf story you were telling about, Nick? The one running with like a full size? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm trying to find that. That would be badass to see.
1: Um,
2: Hang on. Let me see if I can find it.
1: So, I was... Telling Bill this story, um, I was scrolling through Facebook one day, and this video pops up, and I watched it, and I was like, "This is the most awesome video I've ever seen." And I just assumed that I'd be able to find that video again. I I didn't. I couldn't remember what uh, what group it was in. I couldn't remember who posted or anything like that. But it was such a cool video. I figured it was on YouTube or Vimeo or something, right? But I've ever since then, I've searched for it and I can't find it. But it's, uh, some there, so these people are riding in a truck and there's somebody in the cab filming this wolf running it's in like Wyoming or Montana or Idaho. And, uh, this wolf has a, like a two day old calf in its mouth. Like, I mean, of it's <laughs> oh running full speed with it. Okay. And the people are driving down a dirt road and the wolf is inside the fence of the pasture fence, the barbed wire fence on the left side. And he runs with the calf, jumps the fence into the road, still with the calf in his mouth, runs across the road, jumps to the next fence and he's gone.
0: Holy crap. Dude, that is is crazy. Yeah. If you find that, send me the link to that. That'd be awesome.
1: Yeah. I'd like to see that one.
0: I just sent you guys another crocodile leopard uh, video. This thing's like, it's, this is a land animal that's sneaking up on a water animal in the water,
1: dude. <laughs> a wolf with a calf in its mouth jumping fences. No, a I got to see that. 60 I seventy it. pounds. It's amazing. Yeah, I couldn't jump a fence carrying sixty or seventy pounds in my arms.
0: I can't sit down with that much. <laughs> what you're talking about. <laughs> I can't jump a <laughs> fence. <laughs> so uh, before we uh, start going down this rabbit hole, of these videos, because I've just, I've got them lined up here after you gave me that. Um, let's go ahead and thank those that made this show possible. Again, the official optics of topic, Talking Lead. Popping Lead? Now we're, <laughs> now we're topping lead. Uh, talking Lead, right on Optics, right on USA veteran-owned, family-owned, great company, great optics. I use them for all my home defense, my hunting. Uh, If I did competition, I'd use them for competition, which I got my new eyeball, so I plan on doing a competition soon. Uh, And long-range precision. They've got red dot, they've even got binoculars. I think I brought my binoculars up there uh, when I came hunting. Their binoculars are phenomenal. 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 Right on USA.com. X-Steel Targets, AR-500 Steel Targets. You guys need those. Check them out, x I don't think they're running that 45% off anymore. They might have a few left. Uh, you can go check them out at x but you can always use the Leadhead discount code. Defy watches, the official wristwear of Talking Lead. And, of course, Jeremy is hooking the Leadheads up with amazing deals on these watches. Uh, Go to DefyWatches.com, listen to our past episodes with Jeremy, find out how you get the Leadhead huge discount on uh, these amazing watches. And uh, we've got some more big news from Jeremy coming soon. Uh, We've talked about a box service that uh, he's going to be involved with, so that's coming up soon. You guys don't want to miss that. Modern Spartan Systems don't just clean your firearms, Nick. You need to optimize them with Modern Spartan Systems' line of lubricants, cleaners, and you need to use that TVT engine oil additive. You need to throw it in the old Beastmaster vehicle.
1: Do they they make something to optimize box service like you were just talking about
0: optimize a box service
1: (laughs) (laughs) a lubricant to optimize box service they they
0: very well might I think if they put their product in it they would (laughs) absolutely modernspartansystems.com and guys the lead head tumblers the talking lead tumblers are available, they're shipping Uh, I call them the evil black mugs
3: Uh, You do like props because you're holding it up like everyone can see it. I'm
0: showing
1: you guys. (laughs) Which is cracking me up. I'm
0: showing you guys. (laughs) I don't think Nick has
3: one. Sorry.
1: Yeah, you're in and out on video. I don't know what's going on on my internet today. It's extra slow.
0: I got to get you one. Bill's got several. He stole. They are badass. He stole a a bunch of dog. What? (laughs) What? You know you did. You you know you rated this stash. But you can always go to dip123.com com forward slash talking lead to get your mugs. Uh, they will soon be at 1776 United. 1776 United is the official swag of talking lead where you can get your Leadhead brigade t shirts, patches, uh, and the classic talking lead t shirts. 1776 United.com. And who am I forgetting, Bill? Am I forgetting anybody?
3: Right now, Defy, X Steel, Modern <laughs> Spartan,
0: and you guys make sure you want to go to, when you go to your, uh, your gun, local gun store, you want to check out and ask them if they are carrying any of the Eagle import brands, which is Bursa, Grand Power, Metro Arms. They were the official lead quarters at NRA. And then kel was the official lead quarters, uh, during SHOT Show. So you guys know about kel They've got some awesome stuff there. Hoping to get one of those, uh, RDBs in soon. Been, uh, talking with Chad. And uh, maybe I can get that and we get some thermals on that and do a little pup hunting. It'd be sweet. There you go. Hells up. yeah. Uh, sounds like your dog. Is at feeding time?
2: I don't know
1: what's going on. My wife's supposed to be managing that. Uh-oh. Yes, she failed.
0: They don't sound too happy. Um, But yeah. Uh, And then the Beastmaster Hunting Channel. Make sure you guys check out Nick over there at Beastmaster Hunting and his line of swag. He's got some awesome t-shirts. I love that last t-shirt that you came out with with the big skull on the front. My favorite. Yeah.
1: I wear the that Beastmaster skull shirt.
0: I wear that to the gym, or I should say, I used to wear that to the gym when I went to the gym. <laughs> I haven't been in about, what, month? Over a month. So I got to get back. Who, in the gym.
1: Who's, who's Jim?
0: <laughs> Golds.
1: <laughs> oh, that kind of Jim. Never mind. Who's Jim? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I got it right away. Wait a minute. Yeah, you got the box service too, but got, Marty
0: <laughs> the lubed, the lubed box service, no doubt. Uh, and then Fleowa, Fleowa has a yes, great, a a great uh, fundraising um, venture right now. Talk about the Jeep, Bill.
3: Oh yeah, it's a customized 2018 Jeep Wrangler. Uh, this thing is just badass. If you go to Fleowa F L E O A dot uh, somewhere about halfway down on the page, you'll see a picture of the Jeep tickets, twenty five bucks each. It goes to support the Flea Foundation, which then you know helps out our members in times of need, you know, of uh, duty deaths, uh, natural disasters, whatnot. And uh, the guys running that are doing a phenomenal job. It's only
0: like twenty five bucks a that ticket. Ends.
3: Yeah, it's it's not bad. No,
0: and then the more you buy, then you get better deals, uh, more chances to win. Uh, that's going to be what. October? When are they giving that away?
3: Yeah, uh, October, right around the time the uh, National Law Enforcement Officers Memorial Museum okay. uh, will be opening. DC. Last year, y'all
0: gave away a badass vet.
3: Oh yeah, that thing was that was sweet.
0: Yeah, but this Jeep is. real. I love this Jeep too. So you guys go to that that link that Bill just said, and I'll I'll put a link in our show notes to it as well. I made a post on uh, Facebook today also uh, linking to it. You guys are somewhere around uh, almost 200000 that you're raising for it so far. So oh, yeah. hundred fifty or something and still, still raking it in. <laughs> All right. So you guys have any any parting words for the lead hits?
1: Uh, beastmasterhunting.com. There you go. Leo.org yeah. and... And
3: uh,
0: SheepdogIA.org. And uh, Mission 22, make sure you guys go and support Sheepdog Impact Assistance and Mission 22. Uh, Mission 22 does a lot uh, for our veterans. Resources include comprehensive wellness, war detox program, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, health and housing access, horse therapy, ballistic health, and uh, service dogs. To find more information, uh, and apply for these programs at Mission22.com. And um, Magnus Chris? Johnson, oh, uh, the, um, the founder of Mission Twenty Two, just came out with a new book. And you guys can get that at Mission 22com too. And it talks about his struggles with PTS, and um, that is how he's how and why he started Mission Twenty Two. So, a uh, great book. I'm, I'm not all the way finished with it yet, but uh, about halfway through. But you guys get it at Mission 22com too. Guys, that does it for another episode of the Talking Lead Podcast. Nick, Bill, thank you guys so much for taking the time to be on, sharing the hunting story with us. Good
1: times.
3: I enjoyed it. Oh, same here. Thank you, Nick. Appreciate it, bro. No problem.
0: Always good times. And as always, leadheads, keep your loved ones close. And your
1: firearms closer. And your crocodile-eating leopards closer.
3: (laughs) if You can get them. Cab carrying wolves far away, maybe. (laughs) It's illegal to own
0: a... No, it's not. I think it is in
1: America. Nah, you can get license for them.